Hey everyone, Sean Brown here as your host for episode four of the Senior Style Guide at Real Talk podcast. We have Claire Anderson joining us today, and Claire is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet, as well as just one of the most honest and uh, open individuals that I've ever met who really loves to just educate other photographers and share about her own journey. If you guys aren't familiar with Claire Anderson, you might know of her business, Clarabella Photography, which is a separate brand that she founded and and really kind of helps maintain. So we're going to talk about how Claire has not only started her own brand, Claire Anderson Photography in West Palm Beach, but also how she worked to continue to grow Clarabella Photography with locations in Dallas, and more specifically, how she navigated moving from Dallas to LA and then to Palm, West Palm Beach, and all of those places where she needed to maintain a brand in, in different locations uh, and do it remotely and build a team. And so we dive into that a little bit, as well as how she's had the opportunity to work with not only seniors, but also famous bloggers and influencers. Super excited to bring you guys this episode today. So let's dive in and have a chance for you guys to meet Claire. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I'm Sean Brown, and today we are here with the Claire Anderson, who is, uh, we actually met last summer at the Senior Style Guide Push Conference and really just hit it off. It was like, we were just laughing um, prior because we were looking at past texts and it's basically like all dancing videos and that sort of thing. So I think that just kind of speaks to the fun person that, that Claire is. So we're, I'm super stoked to have her on here today. Um, so first off, welcome to, to Real Talk. So, um, so give a little bit of background for people about kind of uh, where you started with photography, kind of where your business first started, and just like a little bit about yourself in general. Okay. Um, well, I'm born and raised Dallas, Texas girl. Go Cowboys. Um, I launched my business there. I actually um, started kind of backwards. So I actually started doing graphic design um, and photo editing first. I've always just kind of like been drawn to that. Um, so I started just looking for a side job and I started editing um, wedding photos for a wedding photographer. And one day I was just editing and I was like, well, I know how to do half of it. Like how hard can it be to, you know, pick up a camera and do a wedding? So I ordered one online and I told the wedding photographer and she was like, oh great, you can come second shoot this wedding with me this weekend. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never held a camera in my life, but okay. Um, so that's pretty much like how I got started. As soon as like, you know, I picked it up, it was like love at first like sight, literally. Um, I knew that that was going to be my career. So I started out with a Canon Rebel and until um, I got to the point where it was holding me back um i would only be able to go up to like iso 800 and i was like well i have to make a choice like do i just go up one or do i go and just like go all in so i ended up getting a um, mark ii and it was like the biggest because i hadn't you know i just kind of started um the, my path, but I knew that that's what I was going to be doing. So I kind of did it on the side. I did like families and newborns and kids and like all my friends. Um, and then I, the more I, and then I stopped doing weddings because it was just it's too, too much work. Too yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. So um, I praise the people that do, but um, too much stress for me. I really loved like the kind of more like intimate setting, like being one-on-one, -on -one, like 
with somebody else and kind of being able to like coach them and really evoke the emotion. So that's really what I was drawn to with photography is like the people part um, side of it. So I was like, no, I just want to do portraits. Um, so that's when I did all like I specialized in everything pretty much, which is not a specialty, but <laughs> then I ended up um, doing my little sister senior pictures. And, and this is like, 2012. Um, yeah, it's like, probably like four or five years ago for you now. Yeah, a long time. Um, so it's totally, totally changed and just like exploded since then. But I was like, wow, I really like, I loved it. And I was like, you know what? I just want to do seniors. Like, I just want to specialize in one thing. And it was so scary. And I was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna, you know, just freaking out, thinking like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't even have a whole like senior, you know, clientele yet. So I like was literally turning people away and it was the scariest thing ever, but it ended up being like the best decision that I could make for me and my business. Um, I got to the point where I had over um, 50 people on a wait list, literally. And at the time it's like, yeah. that was like, I mean, it still would be crazy now. I don't know, but um, it was absolutely like insane to me. And then my, I found out that my husband was getting transferred to LA. And so I was freaking out cause I really wanted to like experience LA and kind of like, dive into maybe fashion, the fashion world there, um, which I ended up doing. But before that, my husband was like, why don't you find somebody who can like take over your business here? And I was like, that's impossible. That's not going to work. Like people just know me. And so I just like, you know, totally, you know, well, okay, let me just put it out there. And if I, I'll see like what happens. And I ended up finding like, and I know it was like destiny, but finding this girl who ended up like she was moving from California to Texas. So in the same week, we literally went like this, which is like so insane. But um, so yeah, it's, and since then it's like, it's like I never even left, which really like showed me that I didn't, you know, I built more than just um, like about myself. Like I really built a brand. And so that's when like I first just really realized that. Um, so in LA, I went into the whole like, fashion world I was like no I'm you know I'm gonna maybe take a break from seniors do fashion just you know New York Fashion Week and bloggers and I did that whole world and it was absolutely amazing um I went to Marie Claire online like total like pinch me moments it was absolutely insane um and then found out we're moving again <laughs> to Florida and so kind of on the way back, I was like, you know what, like the fashion stuff has been awesome, but I really miss the connection with my seniors. Like I miss like those text messages, like, oh my God, like it was the best day ever. Thank you so much. Like it's like a totally- And you, you still know, get that with like the fashion side. Not at all. Yeah. Like, and I'm like such like a people person. So it was kind of like, eh, you know, like- it was, Really? I, could, I couldn't tell you were a people person from your bubbly personality <laughs> or anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know. So to me, it's like more than just photography. Like I genuinely love like the connection, like with my seniors yeah. and, you know, making them feel beautiful. Like I feel like that is my like calling in life. So um, when I moved back here, I was like, I'm going to, you know, do seniors again. So, um, I, but I still, it was a great experience because I wanted to kind of marry the two worlds of like a little bit like more kind of fashion editorial, like with the senior um portraits and and so that's kind of like how i've kind of molded it all together um i i actually have a new, another brand i shoot under claire anderson photography with that um here and then it still allows me to do kind of like the occasional like commercial work or fashion work if i want to do that um but clarabella which is what is i built in dallas is just seniors um 
and it's now we have three photographers there and um I kind of go back and forth, but I'm mainly in Florida now. So long story short, that's our <laughs> I love it. I, and it's just like, I think that that relates to so many photographers where I always see on these Facebook, Facebook groups are like, hey, my husband, husband just got transferred and now I need to go to, I don't know, like Iowa or something like that. And so it's like, you're in a completely different market. You have no idea what you're even doing. And so, um, especially you, this is one thing I really wanted to kind of ask you about was how did you even like navigate going about that building your new clientele base? Like if you could say like, if one per if a person was moving, what was like one piece of advice you could give them for be like, do this to establish your business in this new place? Yeah. Um, that's a very, I'm not going to lie. It's very rough. Yeah. Like it's especially like getting to the point where I was already kind of like, you know, doing well like with my business and then to go just like from that to ground zero is again is like oh my god like it, it was rough um i think if i had to give one piece of advice it's just you know you have to completely like swallow your pride i mean you have to start over like you don't know anyone um the first thing I did when I moved to LA is I just like, you know, like blanket email people. Like I'll just be like, Hey, I'm me. Like this is, you know, I'm a photographer. Um, of course I find people that I feel like are kind of in line with, um, like what I'm doing. So the, the blogger I reached out to, like she had a similar style and aesthetic. So I was like, Hey, I shoot your style. Um, you know, if you ever needed a photographer, just pretty much like had to put myself out there. Um, one thing I learned early on, um, too, because my husband is like a total left side of the business. So he would kind of like help me out. He's like, well, you can either like spin marketing dollars or you can like spend your money your time as marketing dollars. So um, I had to like strategically utilize my time um, for marketing. So if it was like, hey, you know, when I moved to Florida, I was like, I'm going to reach out to boutiques in my area um, that are going to that are targeting the same like group that I'm targeting and I'm going to find um, but like the model doesn't know if the boutique is paying me the boutique doesn't know if the model's paying me um, meanwhile like that's just getting exposure um, I think it's like the biggest key to me was just getting involved in the community um, especially um, even like places like 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 every every city has like these little pockets that you can kind of like um, you know dive into so I did a lot of research on the areas that I wanted to target first um, you know, primarily like schools that I knew, you know, had that were a little bit more affluent that could afford, you know, kind of what I was offering. So I literally, uh, I went to one of the schools and I, I told them about like the beauty revive campaign, but it doesn't even have to be through them. You could just make up your own campaign. Like, Hey, I'm doing this like great cause. And, um, that really got my foot in the door with this one school. And, um, just recently I wrapped up this busy season and I, it was a small little private school. I think they had like maybe 30 girls, but I literally photographed like every girl at that school, but like two. And I'm like, that's, you know, that was just like, it was great. Cause it was my exact ideal client. Um, and I didn't have to like go and like, cause I mean, we're not targeting everybody. Like everybody's not your client. So you know, like your specific client that you're after. So if you literally go to them, you know, you yeah. have to, because you can't really market to these girls like it has to be more of like so literally like maybe the first girl it was like I had to like draw her in um but then all the other ones were like oh you photographed my friend like instantly yep. like in their group because they know you through somebody else so and it's like once you get it's like once you get that one girl 
then everybody's like, oh, okay, you're, you're so-and-so. And so I think it's that initial person that's like the really tough one to get. And that ha- that was the same thing um, in LA. Like when I got in with this one blogger, like she opened the door to all these other like, you know, c- celebrities more higher, you know, because th- she pretty much like gave me the, uh, you know, the pass. Like, oh yeah, she's good. You know, like not by not like saying it, but just like by posting my pictures or something. And the same thing with the seniors. Like you get in with the one girl, like, oh, you know, give her like the most above and beyond experience. And then all her friends are going to want that too. So. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about your uh, your blogger experiences, just because you shot, I, I so I didn't know who they were, but I looked them up and I was like, oh, wow, okay, they have like a little bit of a following. So what was like your thought when you're like, oh, yeah, I want to like get into photographing for, for bloggers, like what, and, and who did you also shoot for people who didn't know or don't know your story about it? Yeah, um, so it's actually a really funny story. Um, so the blogger I'm referring to is Marianna Hewitt. She has life with me. Um, she's like, she's now like BFS with Kim Kardashian, which at the time, like she was not, um, she was kind of just starting out, which was, I think, just like a perfect timing, timing wise, because um, she literally didn't have like a, a photographer yet. So I was one of her first photographers and I was with her for like a year or two. So if you go way back or Google like Clarabella, like cause it was when I was still under Clarabella. So if you Google that, you'll see that um, those pictures come up. But um, I don't know. I really just wanted to get like in the fashion world. And like, I just wanted to experience that, um, experience something different. And so, but the funny story is, and the way I like slid into her DMs, which I didn't slide into her DMs, but I emailed her, but um, I knew her through our ex-boyfriends that played football, like, in Ohio, like, literally 15 years ago, and I'm aging myself a lot, but, like, when I was, like, a freshman in college, like, I remember seeing her then, and I think I, like, followed her on Twitter or something, she didn't know who I was, but um, I remember seeing her, and I'm like, why does this girl live in Ohio, like, she was just, like, so, you know, not that there's anything wrong with Ohio, I just, you know, I was like, oh, she looks like she'd be, like, in LA or something, yeah, moving to LA um so I literally was like hey to make her think or to let her know like I'm not like a creeper I'm just like I'm not like some random person I was like hey this is like random but um like I told her like this is who I am like your style is similar to mine if you need a photographer oh by the way like this is so funny but I actually like remember you from and I totally name dropped and it worked (laughs) and she replied and was like oh my god or she actually she replied and she was like she didn't even uh, say anything about that. She was just like, are you available tomorrow? And I was like, yep. And it was just like, cancel plans. Like, you, like when you're dealing with that role, you just literally have to make things happen. Like, yep. like especially in the fashion world, it's like, you know, we need it yesterday. Um, so while New York Fashion Week was a lot of fun, it was a lot of work. Um, like literally we would go shoot. I have to go back to, you know, my hotel room. I'm sitting there editing her photos because she needs content yep. like 10 minutes ago. So um, as glamorous as it looks, it's, she like really works. Like she has. Yeah. And it was amazing. Um, cause a lot of people have this perception of bloggers. Like, oh, they're just like, uh, no, like she's hustling for sure. Oh yeah. And it's like, especially it's like, I do a lot of sports photography and it's like, you're on tight deadlines. So it's like, that is not easy stuff for working for bloggers. Cause it's like social media is such a now kind of thing where it's like, you take the photo on your cell phone, like you expect it to be up on Instagram, like, right then and there. And it's, like, versus us as photographers, like, cool, I have to go cull my images, I have to go edit them. So it's, like, what was, like, was it, I guess, dealing with the stress environment, was it worth it in the end for you? 
I think it was, I mean, honestly, I have no regrets about anything. Like, I feel like in, if I wouldn't have done that, I would have regretted it and always wondered like, oh, what if I didn't ever try that out? Like, that was just, I think that was like my opportunity to try it out. Like, and it was such, so short lived. I don't feel like that's a coincidence either. Like that my husband, literally we got transferred again and it was kind of like, okay, that was fun. Like, it was a great experience, like time to move on. Um, not that it's not for, you know, to some people they may, they may for me it's also too like when you're working with somebody else like you let go of that creative control which I feel like that's kind of like what got us into being photographers in the first place is the fact that we're able to like create this art um so when you're working in a fashion world for basically you're being hired by somebody else like they want you to create something that looks like theirs so um like if she had a certain aesthetic she would have to edit the photo so it's like you know so it's different and again it was that was just that one experience with, with her, but like, just in general, like, I think I don't, I definitely don't have any regrets. Like, I feel like I was able to take, you know, different pieces of things that I experienced and learned and kind of, you know, marry that into what I do now. Um, yeah. And I think for like the people watching too, where it's like, they're like, cool, I'm never going to shoot a blogger in my life. However, think about it this way. It's like, you worked with a key influencer in your community and you said it opened up like a huge, a bunch of doors for you. So it's like, I think it's putting yourself out there, being willing to, like you said, you can either spend money or your husband said, like you can either spend money advertising or you can spend your time in, in lieu of that. And so I think it comes down to really just kind of hustling and not being afraid to like, like you said, slide into their DMs or, or shoot off that email because you never know what that one connection is going to lead to. Exactly. And I think I used this example at the conference that we, that I just spoke at about, um, you know, that, like, even if you're not reaching out to a blogger, like, it's, it's, it's the girl at high school yeah. that, you know, you know, it's, it could be anybody, like, I think, like you said, it's literally, you just have to put yourself out there and just, um, which I think is the hardest part for a lot of people, because they kind of want to hide behind the, you know, computer a little bit, and um, people, like, do business with people that they like, um, and I think that goes for senior photography or any other business in general, um, so I feel like you kind of, the more you put yourself out there, the more that, you know, you're going to get a better response. Yeah. And it's like, think it's like you mentioned like that girl at the high school or whatever. It's like these kids have like 25, 3000 followers and they're all local high school girls for the most part that are following them. So it's like, they are huge influencers in and of themselves where it's like, they might not have that national presence, but it's like everybody knows who they are in like in your city. So it's like, use that to your advantage. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so you kind of went from doing senior work to kind of blogging, working with bloggers, and then kind of a transition to kind of your, your more editorial side with Claire Anderson photography, aside from Clarabelle, which is still, I think, kind of more of your senior centric work. So what was like, what, did you struggle with all of a sudden having your clients kind of push more kind of to an editorial route? Like, that's a, a very kind of different style change how did you kind of navigate that so i think it helped like separating the brands i think first and foremost like when i was still trying to be clear about also like it created a lot of confusion and i noticed that like right at the beginning where clients were like oh wait like i you know so you do you do this fashion now like i i wanted to still kind of have that um clarabella just really be about seniors and so like they want to just see themselves like when they go there and that's perfectly for that, um, for that brand. But for Claire Anderson, it did kind of give me more flexibility. Um, it was 
part. So not only did I start over in a new area, but then I started over with a new brand, which made it, I feel like a little bit even harder because when you Googled it at first, like nothing, came, you know, it was like Clarabella has a lot of like, you can go back, you know, pages, but with Claire Anderson, it wasn't the same. But um, so I think you have to put out there what you want to photograph. So I remember when I first started even getting into seniors, I had shot like newborns and engagements and families and whatever. And I had a senior reach out to me. She's like, Hey, I'm trying to like book you for seniors, but all I see are like newborns on your page. And I was like, wow. Like, so I literally went to my blog and it was really scary. I deleted like all of this work that I had done. Um, but then, you know, the more I did that, the more they just want to see themselves. So I feel like, um, the work that I had, put out with Claire Anderson photography wasn't as traditional um, as, or not, I don't want to use the word traditional, I don't know what the right word is, but as like just senior focus. Like yeah. it had a little bit more of like the flair, which I feel like attracts those kind of people, if that makes sense, uh, or those kind of clients. Um, Cause everybody, you know, has a different taste, has a different, you know, preference. Um, so I think you have to decide like what you want your kind of um, clientele or what you want to photograph. And then that's what you need to put out. And then that's what you'll get more. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I think that you hit it right on the, the top of the head where it's like, you have to have that, that branding on point or else it's, it's tough to market without your branding. So it's like, you've kind of established Clarabella and Claire Anderson. So what are you kind of still doing to manage uh, Clarabella for um, maybe there are photographers that are moving and they're like, oh, wow, it actually might be kind of cool to keep my clientele. How did you kind of go about that? You talked a little bit about finding that associate, but what are you say doing from kind of a back end standpoint to make that happen? Um, I think it really, you have to start with why. So um, to me, like my why was, had nothing to do with me. Like it was really about the girls and about, um, you know, making them feel beautiful. So first and foremost, I had to find, um, and it, it really is about the people too. Like I had to find photographers that really like had the same why also. And I feel like if I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have done it. Like, even if it was a business, like, to be honest, um, you know, my husband, again, he's like, well, you know, talks about this business stuff. I'm like, okay. But like, I feel like the reason my business is successful is because I put so much heart into it. Um, and so do, so do my photographers. And I feel like, um, really, especially every, anytime I even outsource anything. So not even if you're looking to hire another associate photographer, but say you're looking to outsource your editing or outsource your bookkeeping, what well, you have to know, you know, you have to have a very like strong foundation of what you're doing. Like, so I had to streamline everything. So it's like things that I would just automatically do. And I, maybe I do things out of order, but like when I handed off my business to somebody else, like I had to have it streamlined out. So I had, you know, that was a lot of, work for me, but it also like really helped me lay the foundation for the business. Um, so it's not, you know, all over the place or you're doing something else and she's doing something totally different. Um, so I feel like that having a strong foundation and knowing your why is really like the biggest key if you want to outsource or, you know, any, or monetize anything. So. Yeah. And I think it comes down to, like you said, streamlining where it's like, as small business owners, it's so easy to get ju like jumbled up and jump around from one thing to another. It's like, cause we don't really have anybody to kind of answer to. Um, so I think kind of that streamlining process is like, not just even if you're trying to expand your business is I think it's just like for your sanity, like that's a good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have done it sooner to be honest. Uh, 
But even like, you know, for example, if somebody is like, oh, I need to outsource editing. I feel like that's like the first thing that people are just like kind of inundated by. Um, Cause I'm, I'm the first one to admit, like when I first started photography, I bought like every action imaginable. Like if I look at my work from like 10 years ago and I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. Um, but I feel like when I outsource my editing, I'm like, wow, I really like, I have to teach somebody else how I want it, how I want it to look. So that means I have to decide, you know, and um, that was like the first like big step in like really setting like that expectation and setting that like, like the first, I guess, part of the branding experience where I'm like, people know when they come to me, like, this is the kind of photograph that you're going to get. Yeah. Um, So I feel like it really helps with your just, yeah, like you said, like it helps with your business. It helps us not to be like, oh, what about this action? Or what, what would this look like on my photo? You know, we could get lost all day because we're creatives. So I feel like like having that kind of business side, um, which to me was harder because I'm way more on the right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so it's, it's definitely forced me to, you know, activate the left side too. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad thing to, to do both, right? Yeah. Um, and so kind of wrapping up, what is like one piece of advice if you could give some, or I guess if you could go back to starting your business day one, what's like one piece of advice that you give yourself? Ooh, that's so hard. I have so much advice I'd give myself. You're, you're um, just so, so enlightened after all these years. Yeah, no, honestly, I feel like a lot of people are really like hard on themselves are they, they, and I'm, you know, speaking to myself 10 years ago too, like I would look at other photographers or, um, and think like, wow, you know, they're so good. Like I could never be like that or I could never have, you know, a business like that. And I feel like all that like negative self-talk like really is pointless and it, and it doesn't, it's not fair to yourself because you're comparing your beginning to somebody else's like middle or, you know, towards after they've had it all figured out. And I feel like if you can like, just give yourself like literal pep talks and just, I don't know. Like I just, I'm really big on like, you know, (laughs) this whole like, you know, self love, like all this stuff. Um, but really like, especially because it can get lonely as photographers, like we're kind of like by ourselves a lot. Um, so I feel like just focusing on your why, like, and what you're, why you're doing what you're doing. Um, not really paying attention or not paying attention at all. Like there was a point where I was like, I can't even like follow anybody else. Like I just need to focus on who my client is and what I can offer them. Um, if you just focus on like your client, your business, um, I feel like that's what really, you know, is going to catapult you to the next level. Um, and just, you know, stop with the comparison and just, yeah, I think it comes down to like, it's just like believe in yourself. Like if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to either. Yeah. So I am going to say I'm a little disappointed that your little Pomeranian didn't join us for. Oh my gosh, she's right here. Wait. I was about to say, Claire has this Pomeranian with her all the time on her Instagram stories. And I don't, yeah, it's just like, you always see this Claire with her little dog. So I'm super pumped that he's here actually. Yeah, she's like the dog version of me. She's such a princess. She sits with her arms crossed. So I'm so glad she she made a little uh, special guest visit. But um, well, awesome. We'll wrap up. So I'm going to give you a second to think about it. So I'm actually, I'll, I'll kind of like give you an, an idea for the question I want you to ask the audience. Um, Claire and like four or five other photographers during the push conference were literally all sitting around on our phones taking this personality quiz because Claire is so into 
I think it's the Meyer Briggs personality test, and it's like, uh, what are you, INFJ or something? Oh my god, you're so good. Yeah, and I think I'm ENFP or something like that. So it's like, it's all these letters, but they coordinate it with like, kind of your personality traits and. So I'm almost like certain that now that I mentioned this, Claire is going to be like, go take the personality test and like leave your personality below. Um, but I'll give a question. You can ask the audience a question to answer down in the comments below. It literally can be anything, photography, life related, that sort of thing. Um, but in the meantime, thank you guys for joining us for Real Talk. If you guys are new, make sure to hit the subscribe button down below on YouTube. Uh, that way you can keep up to date with all of the future guests that we're going to have on. We have, yeah, a good point down below um with all the future guests down below um and it, we have so many amazing more people lined up so we don't want you to, guys to miss an episode if you guys are watching on the senior style guide blog uh make sure to just follow along there or head to youtube and subscribe there as well but um we'll wrap up with claire's one question for people oh my gosh that's so much well, I mean, obviously now they have to go take the personality test. It's yeah, how about we just, in general, go to take the personality quiz. I think it's what, 16personalities.com or something like that? Personalities.com. And actually, that cannot be my question. because it's, it's No, it can't be your question. You have to do another one. Okay, fine. But it's, I found it ironic because 90, or they had some like total uh, percentage of photographers and like the majority were INFJ, which is funny. Wow. INFJ is the most rare personality. Like it's only 1% of the population. Um, That's so weird. I, cause it's either like, I feel like there are a lot of ENFPs for as photographers too, though. I think it's better to be like, I mean, introvert, which is, which is crazy. Um, so I feel like the E would kind of like put you out there a little bit more, but all, they said that because a lot of INFJs, like we like to kind of be behind the computer and kind of like yeah. do our own thing. Um, but, okay, I have a question. It's probably really generic. But I would love to know, why did you specialize in seniors? Or why do you photograph seniors if you don't specialize? Um, I love to hear people's response. because And nobody's asked that yet either. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, where can people find you on Instagram or your website if they want to kind of check out your work and follow along if they don't already, which you guys should, because Claire is amazing. So. So you can follow me on Instagram at, at Claire Anderson photo um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Claire Anderson photo. Um, my Texas photographers are at Clara Bella seniors. Um, and then we have clarabellaphoto.com and clareandersonphoto.com. Awesome. And we'll be sure to link that up in the, the description box below. So we'll, we'll do that for you too. But thank you guys. Thank you so much for taking a little time out of your morning or afternoon, whatever time it is in Florida to, to come on. But I love hearing your story. I think you're one of those people that I think more people should, should know about just because on a personal level, just cause it's like, you, you always see your work on Instagram, but it's like, once you finally kind of meet you, it's like, that's why I was like, Oh yeah, Claire's like a cool person. So thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome. Well, until the next episode of Real Talk, we'll see you guys later. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and, and the community. 
In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit the subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around. Thank you.